Double X Podcast. This is Ainsley. And Monacy. And you're listening to the podcast where we talk about all the girl stuff no one talks about. Everything from confidence to periods. From business to social justice. Girls, this is the place for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how to do things when you have no motivation. And I know that's something Ainsley and I have been struggling with a lot recently, especially with online school, sports, just a lot of projects going on. It's been hard to get ourselves to do things. And the fact of the matter is just that things need to be done and we can't really procrastinate them because it's not a choice. So we will be giving you some of our tips and some of our insights on how to get things done when you don't feel like it. Yes, we are in that end of the year slump. We only have seven weeks of school left and we're just wrapping up everything and getting our summer internships and jobs and wrapping up sports seasons and school. And we, I've, I don't know about honesty, but I have definitely lost all motivation to do my English essay and reading and pretty much every other homework assignment. But I have kind of found the motivation to do it. Sure. As Ainsley was talking about, everything is kind of coming to an end, and this is kind of the time more than ever that we need to be on top of things and paying attention to things, but it's common for us to feel like we can kind of just tune out or just be oblivious to everything going on because we're almost there, we're almost, we're inside of the finish line, and we really need to be careful about where our attention is going and procrastination and wasting time because this is the peak time. This is when we need to be focused on stuff, school, projects, everything. These are the busiest weeks of the year. And so this is kind of the time that we really need to be focused on. And something for me, I would say is that school is kind of something that I can get done in school because a remote school, I'm able to get my homework done usually during class or after school. And I don't spend a lot of time on it. But for me, motivation comes from external things that I don't necessarily have to do per se, or like don't have a due date, but that I need to continuously keep working on. And for me, it's those habits kind of, it's those projects. And especially with not having a deadline, it's really easy to kind of get lost in what you're doing and just keep pushing it off for the next day. When in reality, it's kind of the day-to-day progress that really matters. And something else that I've been struggling with is keeping my habits and making sure that I'm still like working out and eating well and drinking a lot of water and taking care of myself in spite of everything going on because it feels like I'm just cramming stuff in and I'm really ignoring the habits I had in place. Yes that was actually my first point was keeping your habits that really helps your motivation to do things. I know that's something that I struggle with and it's something that I constantly have to remind myself to even if it's just the small habits such as brushing your teeth or washing your face or maybe going for a morning run, those can really make a huge difference in your life and kind of wake you up and get you started for the day so that you have the most productive day you can. I mean, thinking back to literally last night, I didn't even want to wash my face. I just wanted to go to bed. And I forced myself to wash my face with the freezing cold water. And while I might not have felt that nice, it was nice to keep that habit in check a habit that I've had for years and years now and it's nice that I haven't missed a day yet. Exactly. Habits are more than just what you do. You don't necessarily have to run every day. Like if you miss one day of running, it's fine. You'll survive. You'll be okay. But 
the fact that you keep the habit and keep that going is the healthy part. I think more than the activity itself, like if Ainsley missed one day of washing her face or doing whatever, like she would not suffer immensely from it. But I guess it's the cycle of just going and going and keeping that streak alive. That really pushes you to do it more than like washing your face itself. It's because you want to continue the habit that you wash your face, not because you necessarily want to wash your face per se. And that really applies to anything. And with habits, it's really for it's really easy for us to aim big and think of habits like really big things, whether that be doing, I don't know, running two miles a day, three miles a day, or eating uh, the same breakfast every morning, or kind of very strict habits. But with habits, sometimes it's easier to aim small and work your way upwards. I know that for me, I try to do my journaling every night and I have daily updates that I do every night. For me, that's a habit. And I set very low expectations for them because I know that some nights I'm just exhausted. I literally don't have enough energy to write more than a couple of sentences. And some nights I'm full of thoughts and I want to write paragraphs and paragraphs. And so it sort of depends on what your mood is and I can kind of adapt my habit to fit that. So I think making your habits adaptable can be helpful, at least at the beginning, because even if you're doing the bare minimum, you're still doing something. We understand that you're not going to feel the same every day. I mean, nobody does. We all have our off days, off weeks, whatever it may be. But it's just a matter of even though you may be exhausted or you may not be having the best day and you may not want to do it, when you end up doing the thing that you need to do, whether that be your math homework or maybe it's finishing that last paragraph of that project or that research paper that you need to do. Once you complete that, you're going to feel so much better and it may not be the highest quality, but you can always go back and edit and whatnot. Exactly. I know we talk quite a bit about habits and we have as well in the past. So we should circle back to motivation. And I think motivation is a very general thing. It's not always like, you're motivated or you're not motivated, it's definitely a spectrum where you can have a little bit of motivation or you can have a lot of motivation. It's not a yes or no sort of a thing. It's not a one or the other. And something I've learned over the past few months that I really want to share with you guys and something that might be interesting to talk about is that you can't rely on motivation to get things done. You simply can't because some days you're going to be more motivated than others. And if you focus your productivity centered around motivation, you're not going to get as much done as you would if you make things very habitual and just build up the skill of doing things when you don't want to do them. And it sounds a little counterintuitive, but it's all about having the discipline and having self-discipline because you can't always rely on motivation. That's exactly right. I mean... Most days I really don't want to do anything and I kind of have to force myself to do it, but you can't really, most days you don't, you aren't going to wake up and feel as motivate, feel the motivation to run two miles and you may feel it later on in the day and you just can't rely on having that motivation every day because you won't and you need to just get things done, even if you may not necessarily like it, because if you only relied on motivation, chances are you're probably not going to get much done like ever and you're not going to be as successful as you can be. 
Discipline is a really, really important skill because having enough willpower to say no to things and to say yes to things is really, really important. And it might just be on a day-to-day basis, even if you don't feel like getting your English essay done one day, but you have enough discipline to say, yes, I'm going to do it. Even if you're like completely unmotivated to do it, just to completely just shut off your phone, close all of your tabs, just open your Google document and work on it. Like that's really hard to develop that. And I think I've gotten to the point where I've been able to do that a decent amount because I've been put in a situation where I don't really have a choice. This is the only time I have to work on my English paper. So if I push it off, like I'm not going to be able to do it because I have other projects I need to focus on, right? So something that's helped me at least is blocking out chunks of time or time blocking. Some of you guys might be familiar with this. I don't completely block out my whole calendar. Some people will plan out every hour of their day where they're they say every single minute of their day is dedicated towards some task, whether that be taking a break or making lunch or working on a report. They'll plan out what they're going to do at each time in the day prior to the day starting. And that really doesn't work for me because I have a lot of things that pop up and a lot of tasks I forget about or things I say I'm going to help my friends with. But I do block out chunks of time to work on projects and to work on things that don't necessarily have a deadline. For example, if I have two weeks to write an English essay, I can really write it any time in those two weeks, but I'll block out maybe two hours Sunday in the first week and then another two hours Sunday in the second week to write the report on the first day and then to maybe revise and submit the second day. And so by blocking that time and putting it in my Google Calendar beforehand, I treat it like a meeting and I treat it like a commitment where I'm not relying on motivation to get the essay done, but I'm treating it like something that has been in my calendar and now I need to do it yes I do the same exact thing and one thing that I've found to be very helpful is even when you don't want to write that essay and you're in that block of time you're committed what I have been doing is I find one like something small that may make me happy whatever it may be for you for me it's music and if I don't want to write the essay I will put on some music and write the essay so that way I'm not totally punishing myself I don't want to call it punishing because you need to get the task done but I'm not doing something that I don't want to be doing the whole time because I'm also listening to music yeah you can definitely set up small rewards for yourself because for me I cannot listen to music while I work for the life of me unless it's like a very brainless thing like organizing or cleaning my room or I don't know making a Instagram graphic for a podcast I can only listen to music when I do tasks like that but I can't listen to music regardless and so for me what I kind of do when I am really at my last straw is I will tell myself once I finish writing this I can take a break and listen to music or like eat a snack or something and it's not really as much punishing as much as much as it is like creating motivation where my motivation isn't like something that I'm waiting for to come I'm like saying okay like I can listen to music if I get this essay done so it can be either like during the task at hand or it can be something after you finish the task and this is going to look differently for everyone like most of our other things that we've gone over during the duration of this podcast 
everyone's different and everyone has their own unique ways that work for them. And it's just a matter of testing out what works for you and what doesn't work. I think another important point to bring up is that you shouldn't completely ignore motivation because some days you are going to be really, really motivated. Usually for me, I get really motivated around like 7 p.m., which is kind of strange, but you can definitely leverage that motivation, but you shouldn't depend on it. There's a difference between leveraging it and depending on it because a lot of people will only work when they're motivated, but leveraging your motivation means you work regardless of if you're motivated or not, but when you are motivated, you can use that to your advantage by getting more done in all honesty. Like you don't have to rely on sole willpower. You have that sense of motivation as well to kind of carry you through. I know for me, I am not motivated at all in the afternoon. So everything I get done in the afternoons is completely off of willpower. I literally just like block out time and sit myself down and just like do stuff because I know I need to do stuff. And around 6 or 7 p.m. when that motivation hits, I just have fun doing whatever I'm doing. And I get so much more done at 7 p.m. Because while I'm using that willpower, I also have that motivation to help me get even more done. I love how you know exactly what time your motivation starts (laughs) at. I know a lot of us definitely aren't on the clock like that. And our motivation comes in spurts. And it's all about reading yourself and reading your body, telling you when you need to leverage your work hours. Exactly. The only reason I know approximately around what time I get motivated that is because I've kept careful track and I've been really attentive about my energy levels throughout the day. And that's something all of you guys can do. Something I did for about two weeks a little while ago is that I didn't plan out my time beforehand, but instead I tracked what I was spending my time on every day. So as I did tasks every day, I would literally put everything in my calendar just to see where all my time went. And it was a really interesting experiment because I just like, whenever I took a break, I just like mark that, okay, like I took a break from 1 to 2 p.m. on my calendar. Or like if I worked on researching for a podcast episode, then I would write that in my calendar as what I did from 5 to 6 p.m. So I did that for a week and I noticed that I was just getting so much more done at night than I was in the afternoon. And I started noticing that pattern even within my own behavior. And when I kind of saw that pattern on the calendar, I realized that it was really true that I did get a lot more done at night. So I was kind of able to optimize my day where I schedule my meetings for the afternoons and I can kind of leave my nights after 6 p.m. empty for me to just do work. I remember you doing that experiment and at least for me that seemed like a lot of work because I really don't feel like (laughs) writing down what I'm doing every minute of the day and so what I've kind of done is just every couple of hours I'll just take track of my energy levels and be like hey I feel this way or I don't feel like that great right now and I'll just write it down on like a sticky note or something in a lot of the time and Usually that has helped me notice. So rather than checking in every minute of the day, I'm checking in just every once in a while. And that's a lot easier, but it still gets the same job done for the most part. Yeah, you can totally do that. Just finding a system that works for you is what matters. And I think circling back to self-discipline a little bit, I think that as we sort of wrap up this episode, it would be good to talk about building self-discipline, how all of us can build self-discipline, because that's definitely a key takeaway from the episode. And 
one thing I wanted to touch on was that you can't necessarily train self-discipline. For example, like if you're training to run a marathon, you can slowly work your way up to that. Self-discipline isn't really like an end goal. It's not necessarily like something you can learn. It's not a skill you can learn. It's something you kind of have to just start doing and slowly you'll get more used to doing it. So I would recommend all of you guys start with just finding a task every single day that you don't want to do and just doing it. So like once a day, whether that be cleaning your room or doing an assignment, if you ever find yourself thinking, I really don't want to do anything right now, just put down whatever you're doing and just start the task. And I promise that will help you. I used to have a lot of self-discipline in middle school. And I noticed that in high school, that kind of went away, especially just throughout freshman year. I found myself getting distracted by either friends or my phone. And what I started to do was I logged off my phone for, I think it was only two hours. That's it. And I tried to find something productive, whether it be homework or reading, or maybe it was working out, whatever it was, I had to be doing something productive during those two hours away from my phone. And I feel like that really helped my self-discipline. And as I said before, it's a lot different for other people, for everyone. I know some friends who use a reward system where if they finish their essay, they get 30 minutes of screen time, maybe something really simple and maybe something really stupid, but whatever works for you. Yeah, something that I found a little bit helpful for myself as well is that I am really good at not taking breaks and I'll just work for really long periods of time, which is not a good thing because my productivity obviously decreases as time goes on and I don't even realize that I need to take a break because I just never look at the time apparently. So something that I started doing is when I feel myself kind of like wearing away or if I feel myself just sort of like getting really really tired and unmotivated I'll literally just get up and walk around the house or I'll like go outside and just like walk outside for like 10 minutes and come back into my house and that's been really helpful because it kind of forces me to just get away from the screen and like take a moment to reflect and just be like okay you know what like I have my break I'm fine I can kind of keep going and so it's kind of like the opposite problem but it's something that's kind of important to do because it doesn't matter if you have discipline if you're not being productive. Breaks are really important. I remember it was probably about six months ago that I found this app. I think it's called Flora, but essentially you set a timer. I set mine for an hour because my attention span really isn't that long. And I'll sit down and work on my English paper for an hour. And then I'll set a timer for 30 minutes or not 30 minutes, maybe like 15 minutes and take a break and go walk around, maybe go get food. And the nice thing about this app is that if you open up your phone while the timer is still going on, it kills your tree because you're growing a tree within the app and (laughs) it kills your tree. And so you're trying to collect as many trees as possible. And for every tree, every like 10 trees you grow or something, they donate an actual tree to help the environment so I found that app really helpful and I seem honestly searching it up right on her phone right now <laughs> so this is so interesting I had no idea this existed I am looking at this up right now yeah and there's so many productivity apps out there there's a lot of different techniques like the Pomodoro technique there's apps like Flora and you kind of just kind of you just have to find what works for you I know personally the Pomodoro technique does not work for me but I know 
so many people who swear by it where it's just I think it's 25 minutes of work and then a five minute break and you kind of like repeat cycles of that and I think there's variations as well where there's like longer cycles and shorter cycles but you can do that just making sure you have a rhythm and you have a system you build that discipline and just getting yourself in check with your habits that's kind of what you need to be doing and what you need to focus on so I think wrapping up this episode we're going to leave you guys with your action items and our action items this week are going to be logging your productivity throughout the day whether that be a few times a day or whether that be every minute of the day just logging your productivity so that way you can really maximize your days in the future yeah i would definitely say that's a great place to start you can use google calendar you can just write it down on sticky note or a notebook whatever works for you thanks for listening hope to see you guys next week take care yep bye guys